When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Precious few people know about your true identity. Hi, welcome in. It's the Don and Steve Show on MyTalk 107.1, Everything Entertainment. We're all over the place today. Uh, first of all, we have Kelly Hansen. Hi there. Who is in. She, of course, of Twin Cities Live fame. She's in for Donna Valentine, who is across the river from me right <laughs> from now. You. She told me She's to tell you Jersey. hi. She was going to be waving at you. Oh, I should look out across the, the river. <laughs> look out the her. window. So she's in Jersey. Uh, Don McLean is in our uh, home studio as well, back in Minneapolis, St. Paul, right there on the border. And I am in New York City. I'm walking here. That's right. I'm actually. I'm. You know what? I'll tell you. Um, I'm in a makeup room. So yeah, it's been an event, right? I mean, last time I was here, we did two days in a row, smooth sailing. I was up in an office that was like abandoned. Then I went back to that <laughs> same office yesterday, and a guy came to the door and said, "Hey, I know this isn't your fault." And uh, it turns out someone was—I was in somebody's office, and he oh, said God. someone's moving in here today. And so then oh. I, they moved me down. They moved me down to this really nice dressing room, one of their suites that they have here at Kelly and Ryan. And, but it was, it was underground. And so my internet connection like situation in went from, went from great to, oh, it's yes. literally subterranean. Uh-oh. I was underneath. I figured it out later when I went to go shoot something in studio with Kelly and Ryan, we went up in the elevator and I was like, where were we? How low down did we go? <laughs> so now I am on the ground floor and have been here this morning, got here extra early just to test various connections. So um, hopefully you guys can all hear me well yeah. enough and our connection stays true. But here's where I am uh, location-wise. I, I feel like I need to whisper this. Yeah. Because on the other side of my door that's behind me, right across the hall, like we're college I can, roommates, I can hear is it. Ryan Seacrest. <gasps> yeah, I can hear that's him. That's his oh, dressing room. I, can you just bring him in? <laughs> no, I can't bring him in. Why? He's to, right there. He's your BFF. No. He's, I understand that. Because we have our brothers. videos up, and I want to wave and say hi. Oh, God, I should no, put makeup gonna, on. You're going to be one of those weirdos. No, I am and then, not. Uh, Ke- Kelly's right down the hall. Bring uh, her she's in. She's at the end of the hall. If you do this, and, uh, tell me in advance so I can hit record. i got to walk around <laughs> the table totally here. They would totally do it. No, you know what? They have to shoot some other things today. It's yeah, always yeah, very yeah. busy here. Steve, you shouldn't have so told they, us. They, you knew it was going to happen. We were going to require this. I'm distracted. require this. And earlier this morning, you know, they just wrapped their uh, show that just aired. It's airing um, uh, right now in most of the central time zone. Mm. It's on at 11 um, o'clock here in Minnesota. But, you know, it's live on most of the East Coast. And so they just wrapped that. And I was looking. And darn it, I mistimed this. 
uh, Josh Brolin, who's a wonderful actor. Yeah. And of course, you know, my kids know and love him as Thanos in the Avengers. <laughs> right. But, and I follow him on Instagram. He's a refreshing follow uh, because, you know, he's sober and he just has like a fresh, real, unvarnished take on whatever is happening. So he's an interesting follow. But anyway, I, I look up at the TV and I'm like, did they say Josh Brolin? And then I see Josh Brolin out in the studio. So then Stevie Boy says, okay, I've got my coffee. Stevie Boy needs more coffee. Oh, I need you, to time this <laughs> so that you're I worse would, than me. <laughs> but I wanted to time it so that I just so happen to be refilling my coffee as Thanos comes out. And then I'm like, oh, man, Jay a, Bone. He's a good looking man. Very good looking guy. Mm -hmm. Anyway, totally mistimed it. And he's in it. I think he was on a dressing room on the other side. So I, I mistimed it and I didn't get my, my Thanos. Did you see in. anyone? When you went to go get coffee. Um, no. Yes. Oh. Some guy from the New York Auto Show. Okay. Oh, great. <laughs> I don't think you... But he's a person, <laughs> too. He's a person. He's a person. Let me ask you this. Do you know who got the office that you were in? Is it somebody that we should know about? No, it's it's not a... Um, this this is from, I think, the sales division. Oh. <laughs> and uh, well, there so, so what too. happened yesterday... <laughs> Um, there are there are people too. What happened yesterday I was I, feel I terrible. guys. I was so close to making a total buffoon of myself because last time I was here, um, and then by the way, after this break, I have to tell you about a very fancy night out that I had last oh, night. Oh right, I very, saw it on the sheet. Very non Stevie Boy. Um, I did two things last night, and one you guys have no shots, idea about. Shots, so I'll, shots, I'll tell you about shots, it. shots, shots, Kelly. Oh, I'm no, no. so envious, envious of you right now. Yeah. <laughs> See, so when I was talk. here in February, I said, hey, guys, I feel like I'm going to get kicked out of that office. And they said, no, like, you know, sales is remote now. Mm. You're good. We don't think anyone's ever going back in there. So I, they were joking. I, I talked about setting up family photos and hanging a nameplate on the door, which I almost did. But then yeah, I forgot to order office. it. And then imagine that I had brought that and hung like the New York Bureau of Steve Patterson oh, Incorporated. Oh my gosh, and they then, would never let you live it happened. down. The guy, this guy in a suit is walking by, stops at the door, and I'm just typing, 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 but I notice a shadow in the door, and then I see him walk out of frame. It's the ghost of Christmas and, past. And then I, I'm like, uh-oh, somebody just loitered here. I'm in the wrong place. And then he did two more pass-bys, and oh. on the second pass-by mm. after that, is when he stopped and started with, I know this isn't your fault. And it's just a tough way to start a conversation. And then he was like, do you know who told you that you could be in here? And then I totally snitched on my best friend, my uh, producer, Jim, who helps me with everything. He was like, do you know who told you that you had, um, you could be in this office? And I was like, his name is Jim Niebler. He's a Caucasian male, about six foot. You know, I like turned him into the police all of a sudden. I panicked. And, uh, and then sure enough, we get moved. And it was, the, like I said, it was that cool dressing room that the Property Brothers had just redone. And so it was oh, very swanky. Yeah, I saw wow. a little placard that said this was done by Jonathan and Drew Scott. Oh, that's, and I was like, you that's didn't tell us so that yesterday. Oh, I didn't know that until about an hour into being there. And then there was a little placard in the right-hand corner. And it said, this room is meant to make you feel at home, but it doesn't mean you can live here. Signed, mm -hmm. the Property Brothers. Oh, boy. And... So it was really swanky. They just didn't have great internet connection because we were, again, near magma <laughs> below the surface of the <laughs> oh earth. Gosh. So, so now you're anyway, next to Ryan Seacrest. Now right you're, across the hall. I kind of like, wanted I, you to stop talking for a little bit because I could I can hear him hear talking. Him. Is, is he getting his That's makeup the, done? What's happening in um, that room? 
they're going to do some more shooting today. Um, you know, like they're going to do some more shooting that I'm going to do for something that's going to air later. Um, and so, you know, they have to do, uh, they do a live show, but then they have to do like pre-production on things. So and that's stuff like not that. his so, makeup room next to you. It's not the green room. It, no, 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 it is. That's his room. He, that's, that's his where he room. always goes. He comes in in the morning. And he, he goes, goes to his there. room. I think there's comfy furniture in there. I a big makeup mirror. I want my own room. It's a whole Everywhere thing. I go, that sounds really great. It's, I think it's really great. Okay, so now I, I we have to go to a break. But, okay. Um, I'm excited to tell you guys this. We were doing the auto show shoot yesterday, which is going to air tomorrow on Kelly and Ryan. That's the first time that you'll see me on Kelly and Ryan of these two stories is tomorrow. Um, but then I agreed to something that I almost never agree to. Mm. Longtime listeners of the show know that me no likey do this thing. You went to a strip club. <gasps> Don McLean. Hey, Patterson, did you do no. that? No, why are you believing her? No, I didn't do well, Because that. I know that you wouldn't I want to do that. I was trying to, to think of that. something you've never done or barely have did done. Did you fly on Tell a small what, though, plane? Works is a good tease, though. Find out where did Stevie Boy <gasps> go last night and who did he go with? We'll get into that story when we return on Donna and Steve on my talk. Spring is here. Donna, aren't you excited the season's changing? Eh, change isn't for me, Steve. One time my hairstylist said, let's change it up. I'm still recovering. Oh, Grasshopper, you must learn to embrace change. Join the Y. They've got group classes. They can help you be more mindful through life's ups and downs. And if you join by April 15th, you'll get $15 enrollment with 10% off dues till June. Wow. Okay. You've changed my mind. I knew I would. Join at YMCANorth.org. We're walking here. Hey, time for Steve in the city. That's right, guys. Stevie Boys are the Big Apple. Donna Valentine is in Jersey today. She's got the day off. Happy to have uh, my friend, Twin Cities Live reporter, and you saw her at the host uh, table so many times during the last two months. Kelly Hansen is with us. Hi there, guys. Steve, you have your own open for being in New York City. Do well, you actually, see Kelly, how big your head is getting in no, the moment? Oh. Actually, hey, Don. Yeah. Don, could you play uh, my other intro that the, Rock oh, I made when I'm, when I'm flying? Oh, yeah. I heard yeah, it yesterday, could. but play it again. Yeah. Let's just hear it one more time. And now, more tales from first class. Here's the guy sitting in 2A, Steve Patterson. All the while, you're stealing people's food. Listen, I listened to your show, and I heard you say that yesterday you got a guy's hoagie on a plane, and you watched him get the wrong thing, and you continued to eat his sandwich. You don't deserve first class. Delicious. I bet it was. I can't eat like that on a plane, but I digress. Well, I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. We're happy to have you. Um, you. So with that, I will tell you, I'm walking out of the auto show. Here's my tale from the city last night. Okay. And people who listen to this show often, you know how much I do not want to have lunch with anybody. I don't want to have dinner. I don't want to do a one-on-one. Oh, like if someone right. says, let's go meet, oh, that feels like a like nightmare scenario to me. in front of someone. No, if, if it's one on one, one on one is the problem because I, mm-hmm. I I want there to be an opaque drop cloth that comes down midway through when the meal is delivered. Give us both ten minutes to chew instead of doing the ping pong of are you chewing? Am I chewing? Who's talking? Are we silent <laughs> oh now? God. I don't want to deal with any of that. <laughs> so I'm usually pretty anti dinner. Stevie Boy is walking out of the auto show. We're, we're about midway through, and um, longtime executive producer, the living legend that is Michael Gelman. Gelman. He was out at the shoot with us, and he likes to hang out at those. But halfway through, he had to cut out. 
So as we're uh, walking down, we're going down the escalator. He said, oh, where are you staying? I tell him the hotel I'm staying at. And then he said, so you have uh, dinner plans tonight? And now I already had a, a plan to get together with Jeremy Parsons, our buddy from People Magazine. We were going to get together for drinks. Yes. And so I said, no, I, you know, I'm getting drinks with a buddy a little bit later tonight. And then so warmly, he said, well, do you want to go have dinner with me and Lori tonight? His wife, Lori, who I know. She's been on Twin Cities Live before. She's an author, very funny, former television show host. And I said, sure, Stevie Boy is in in. So now Stevie Boy goes back to the hotel. Were you and we calling yourself shoot. Stevie Boy in front of him? I didn't in front of him. Okay, good. I Take did in front of down. one of the other producers, mm-hmm. and, and I regretted go, it immediately, um, but that's, they ask that's you my to leave. truth. <laughs> it's my truth, guys. So then he sends me a note, and he says, uh, hey, we're going we're gonna to go eat at, um, it's called Sibo Ivino. Sibo Ivino. This is just a, it's a casual like, Italian place. This is upper just their West evening, their, their, their Wednesday night normal evening. This is how you live when you're going. And they said, gelman. let's go. And then I was like, okay, great. I'm going to, uh, I'll put a shirt on. And then he said, hey, uh, bring a sweater. We're planning to eat outside. And all I had was one sweater that a TSA guard already said looked a little too casual. <laughs> it's bright orange. So oh. now I'm like, oh, I got to wear this because we're eating outside. Oh, no. But I go, let me tell you two things that happened last night. Um, first, the food, and then I'll tell you about the, the company. The food, I ordered at this restaurant, the Capalachi al fungi or oh, al fungi mm-hmm. is a mushroom meal that I am in mushrooms, truffle butter, shaved Parmesan cheese oh. inside of these like little rigatoni situations. I got to tell you this, and you know, I'm a prisoner of the moment. Yum. It was one of the, it was one of the best dishes I've ever had. Oh, it was so sure. stinking good. It was so delicious. And then what makes it even better, um, uh, uh, Gelman and his wife Lori were there and then they have two daughters and their daughter who is a senior in high school right now her name is Misha she was there as well and so we had a table for four it's like they and we talked you. about all sorts of things you know we talked a little bit about you know the business we talked about the show he was asking about Twin Cities Live they were they all knew that like Elizabeth had you know fallen and broken her ankle we're talking wow. about this um, so we were having this conversation and then we, you know, just talked a, a, about a variety of things about parenting, about, um, you know, dogs, all this sort of stuff. But it was the conversation was so lovely and laid back and the meal was exquisite. And then I said, well, after this, I said, I'm going to meet a buddy. And I showed them, you know, I'm the newbie. I have to do the walking directions on GPS mm-hmm. in New York to get to the next place. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do that all the and time. So I was like, in Woodbury. <laughs> yeah. So I said, here's the next place I'm going to. And then they said, great, we're walking that direction. You'll, we'll tell you when to turn left, and then you'll just walk a couple blocks up the street. So then I did that. So Stevie Boy. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Has this wonderful dinner with uh, Gelman and his family and they couldn't have been nicer and it was, it was lovely. Started the night with, Steve, would you like some red wine? He orders a bottle of, I think, Chianti? Chianti. Chianti. Yeah. Oh, he even, he great. even, here's a, that's old a little school Italian about, stuff. Uh, Gelman, he actually, you know when, the, you know when the, the sommelier or the waiter comes over and after you've ordered a bottle of wine, they show you the bottle of wine? Yes. And I was like, I would never look, I'm just like, great, looks good, put it in the cup now. <laughs> and he put his glasses on and looked, and I was just thinking, I wonder if anyone ever looks. He looked, and then he, good thing he looked because he said, I'm not sure that that's the right one. We were looking for, it was a 2015 so-and-so bottle. So they had brought him the wrong bottle. So lesson learned, look at your bottle. Don't just do what I would do in that scenario, which is like, yeah, pop the top. I'll put a straw in. He looked at it. He (laughs) tried it. It was great. But it was just such a a lovely night. And then I went and had drinks with Jeremy Parsons after the place where we were going to go. Uh, closed early, so then we went to some dive bar, but we just had drinks outside and talked about life and all that. I am a city guy. I'll hang up and listen. Any questions? I have a question. Um, Did anyone stop at the table when you were sitting there with Gelman and his family and recognized you? Or Gelman. No. Or Gelman. No. I think, you know, there's something about New York. Uh, for, no, I don't think anyone would recognize me in New York, but they certainly could with Gelman since he's right. on, you know, at least once a, a day. But I think there's a New York thing. We were tucked against. We were eating outside. Um, they set up all this temporary space for you to eat. And so we're eating there, which I think might become permanent, a lot more outdoor cafe style stuff. There's a battle right now. Do we need the parking or do we need the outdoor dining mm. options? But it was, it was a lovely spring night, too. Um, but I think New Yorkers, too, even if people were uh, recognizing him, they are so laid back with that. It's There's very like a different. Code. There's like a code. Like, it's like, don't be is. uncool yeah. and yeah. talk yeah, to Yeah, it's Gilman. like you can see anybody just sort of walking their dog, and it's like you all have to share the same space because you can't tuck away here like you as much as you right? could in Beverly Hills yeah, where you have you your own estate. And you're, yeah, you're What an you're evening. There. That's so cool. It was a, evening. That's a core a memory. That's when they say core memory. That's when you tuck oh, away. That's like from the and movie the Inside taste Out. Of the meal. Yeah. Just tuck it away. Yes. Oh, the meal was delicious. Oh, it sounds Could so I get good. a capalachi al fanga, please? <laughs> I hope you ordered it like that. I oh, did I'm try sure my Italian pronunciation. Uh, uh, hey, we're going to shift from that to we got a bookworm, Kelly Hansen. She's burning through books oh, right now. I just finished She's one. That next. So good. Hey, what's up? Welcome back. It is the uh, Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. You can listen live all around planet Earth, MyTalk1071.com. You can also download our app, listen to all of our shows that way, or you can download individual shows as podcasts. You can subscribe to the Donna and Steve Show. We know so many of you do that. Um, so if you don't already, subscribe to our podcast. Love for you to listen that way as well. So, uh, by the way, I just stepped out into the hall and. <laughs> Is a flurry of activity is Ooh, happening out there right now. There were so many on? people. Uh, you know, they're they're going to be shooting some other stuff here, and so there was a flurry of activity. And then one of the I told one of the producers, he said, "Oh, you're still in that room? Are they? What have they locked you in?" I said, "Well, we're doing the radio show in there." And he thought I was joking. And he said, "I said, no, we're really doing it in there." And he was like, "Do we need to keep it down? Should we all be quiet out here?" <laughs> I said, "No." Yeah. I said, "The no, ladies keep asking." Send Ryan and Kelly in. 
Is that Seacrest? Yeah. Um, so, and then I go into the bathroom. My other worst nightmare is being in a bathroom with people. Yeah. Uh, I kind of agree and with I'm, that. Truly. Mm-hmm. Guy comes in to wash his hands mm. and he says, so do you think the twins have a shot this year? Ooh, and you're like. <laughs> so then we started, mm. no, we started talking. We started talking about the Timberwolves who are in the playoffs officially now. Okay. Very exciting. Uh, so all sorts of chatter out there. So um, keep you up to date on things as we move and groove here in New York City. Kelly Hansen is back Hi. Uh, at the My Talk Home Studio, and you you have been on quite a tear with reading. I think you made the decision going into 2021 mm-hmm. that you really wanted to start reading at a pretty quick clip. Right, and it, I made the decision to read more, so I would put my phone down. Oh, um, yes, which you know hasn't hasn't uh happened as much as i would like you know i'm trying to balance now being on my phone and reading which i am like really trying this year to have my phone put away you know especially because you tell your kids you're on the phone too much and then they're like mom you're on the phone more than me i mean that's how that goes modeling behavior exactly yeah so i uh in 2021 my new year's resolution was to read a book a month now i know there are people out there that are like that is not a lot a book a month was plenty for me that was like a really good amount it's going to take me a month to tear through a book if i'm only reading at night so this year I've upped it to 15. I think I'm going to beat it. I'm already five books in and I Great. just read what I would say so far is the book of the year for me. Ooh. It oh, was unbelievable. I finished it in three days. I've never in my life read a book in three days ever. Ever. Wow. It was unbelievable. Okay, so this means this is a page turner. You were interested the whole way. I was on the treadmill last night reading it because my husband's like, how are you even doing that? I'm like, I don't know. It's actually pretty difficult. I wouldn't suggest it, but I just (laughs) couldn't get enough. So the book is called The Push. And if you haven't read it, please check it out at your local library. That's what I did. You can buy it. You can get it on Kindle. I'm sure you can get it on Audible if you're into that. But it is so, so good. And actually, my my neighbor and good friend, Larissa, she asked me over the weekend, have you read The Push? I said, no. She mm. said, you have to read it. She went to the library and found it and checked it out under her name for me. Oh, oh that's great. <laughs> and I said, how and long do I have? And she did it with have? a library. Right? Yeah. So it's, you've I got said, a timeline. I said, how long do I have? She said, you got three weeks. I'm like, all right, I should be able to. She said, you're going to get it done so fast. Three days. Okay. So wow. The Push, it's by Ashley Audrain. This was her very first book. She released it in 2021. It was a GMA book of the month. Um, and I remember seeing it uh, last year. Uh, on on television, them talking about it, but it went like a little synopsis. I won't give yeah. away yeah, the yeah, juicy yeah. details. Let us know if it's yeah, okay. yeah, give us the hook though, so, so that people want to so go so out and buy it. It's, or it's a psychological drama about creating, so the making and breaking of a family. So, if you've ever had a child, if you're a mother, uh, this might resonate with you. So, the idea of a woman's life is you've got to become a mom you've got to nurture the baby it's just how it's just the rules it's just how it goes and that's kind of what you think uh, I remember thinking like I'm gonna be a mom I want to yeah. work but I want to be a mom well this uh, doesn't turn out to be uh, what this woman thinks it's going to be so motherhood is not for her oh. and what's interesting is it kind of bounces around to her mother's life and her mother's mother's life and how it also wasn't for them either but what's really interesting is is 
he's being told, love your daughter, love your daughter, love your daughter. However, Mm -hmm. what she's seeing in her daughter, no one else is seeing, and that is evil. And it is like trying to convince somebody that my daughter is going to be a killer, but nobody else can see it but me. Oh my gosh, this sounds great. I have a question here. Yes. Um, When I read a little synopsis, tell me if you would agree with this. Um, So again, we're talking about the book, The Push, by Ashley Audrain. Um, it, who also wrote Girl on the Train, if that rings a bell for, for you. I haven't read that. Uh, but it says, it will hook you from the very first oh. page. Is that true? Yes, because the very first, I think even before the first chapter, is uh, the intro to basically get you to the end of the book. So you read that and you're mm. thinking, I'm a little confused, which also then draws you to see what's going to happen next, right? So it's of like course. a little yep. teaser forward. And then at the end of the book, you were like, this makes complete sense. The last sentence of the book, I text my friend this morning and I said, mm-hmm. I finished it. I said, now I need I need the other side of the story, which I really would love for this author to write mm-hmm. the other side of the story from another person's perspective that you meet in the oh. book. Oh, um, it would be very interesting to see that. But it's, um, you know, she has this daughter and. Then she has another child, and the juxtaposition between her relationship with one child versus the other is very telling. And not that you can, I can't, couldn't see myself saying that, you know, my, one of my children is evil. I do not feel that way. But I remember as a new mom with my first baby, not feeling the connection that everyone was talking about and being like, mm-hmm. is something wrong with me? That's more common than It is very common, and it, and it wasn't a postpartum situation. Right. It was more of a, I don't know if I love this. I don't know if I find joy in nursing. And I kept being told by people, you're going to feel this. You're going to feel this. It's going to click. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I love my oldest page, but it's so interesting because she is not as uh, affectionate as my second child. And... Quinn, my second child, I remember feeling like, oh, now this is what it feels like. It's just very interesting. Mm. So there are there are there's way more drama and suspense and thrill than what you would feel in your own life. (laughs) Right. But it's very telling of how a woman is supposed to feel when she has a child and how society and her husband kind of pushes her to feel a certain way when she does not. It's just Yeah, I think that's a that's an interesting concept to to tap into because when people tell you how you're supposed to feel mm-hmm. about anything mm-hmm. that's such that flattens an experience whereas any experience that we have emotionally has so many more grooves and like nooks and crannies and space for yeah it is good but there was also this stressful side of it you know like nothing very very few things in life are purely blissful or are purely dreadful like a lot of life is a bunch of those things sort of mixed together but when we consider the expectations of any sort of experience having a baby or taking a trip to disney world if your expectations (laughs) can be set in a weird way and then you can come out sort of disenchanted by it all because of that dissonance of like it was supposed to feel this way this is what the pictures looked like but now it really feels this way Truthfully, so it's an interesting and a really obviously poignant mm-hmm. uh, topic to get into because yeah. m- the the expectation of how mothers should feel yeah. about motherhood 
is is always a lot. And they should act. Yeah, and an interesting yeah. thing to note is that the book is written basically as a letter to her husband. It's a lot of you huh? told me to feel this way. You came home, which I really didn't connect initially. And then as I started really getting into the chapters, I'm like, oh, she's talking to him this entire book. But um, it does. She's going to kill this guy at the end. I know it. Oh I know gosh. what's going to happen. <laughs> she doesn't Someone, kill don't him. Don't say anything. She doesn't oh, kill that's him. That's what you want us to believe. But oh, it's um, it is very good. Now, the, the other thing I will say is that there's a lot of chapters, but the chapters are like three pages, and that's a book I love because I feel oh, very that's successful. So, oh, it's so satisfying. It is. My, oh, I read ten chapters in thirty minutes, so Stephen I can keep King going. Does that. Yeah, I like yeah. books like that. I do. I do. Because you so. also. You get page breaks too, not because then they have to stop that that chapter oh, stops. Like so there's half bonus. the page left, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and then sometimes they'll just throw a, a, a blank a blank canvas in between for you to get to the next chapter headline. It's fantastic. It does make it feel like it goes a lot quicker, and you okay. feel more productive. Listen, um, if you read the push, let me know on Instagram. I want to hear from you. If you hated it, I'm sorry, but if you loved it, tell me too. I want to hear what people are thinking about this book. I'm just. I can't. I don't know what to do now. I don't know what other book to read now. Well, you can what watch a, a show called Evil Lives Here, and it's about this very oh, thing. I, I think is that like about um, is the first that ep- are oh. grow up to be on the wrong side. What, what station or what station? Uh, what station no, is it on? I watched it on Discovery <laughs> Plus. I oh, think. okay. Um, I, but yeah, it's four seasons, and I just flew oh, right that's through. So them. scary. It's scary, oh. but there are reenactments too. That's enjoyable because i love bad reenactments and so you'll have the real people that are talking about like my brother he did this this and this and we knew things were wrong and no one would listen to us and yeah it's about real people my brother-in-law has acted in things like that no, on the discovery God. channel oh, is that awesome. right mm-hmm. and it's been an extra so he kind of looks he kind of looks like the parent of a murderer well, or yeah, a murderer. Right. There's a, I think there's a production studio. They live in Knoxville, Tennessee, that okay. shoots these reenactments. So he's he's wow. been in a few. That's great. Anyway, I uh, I, I just how about this? I got a book recommendation for you. Tell me. I haven't I haven't read this. I, I read the first fifty pages, and then Lou uh, she had checked it out from the library, and then she tore through another book and was like, "All right, I'm reading this next." But have you read? Lou quite liked it. Where the Crawdads Sing. No, but I've got it in my Audible folder. It's a it's a lengthy book, right? Like it's a thick book. I I don't I don't I think it's probably like less than four hundred or right around four hundred. I've heard a lot of people it's... revisiting this because this is an older book. It's been around for a while, I think. I, I don't know any extra information. I just okay. know that I like the title. I wanted to read it in Florida because it kind of feels like, you know, where the crawdads sing. It feels like you're down in the bayou. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But she tore through it and quite liked it. And it, it had me gripped from, you know, the first few chapters. I was suddenly tracking with this little girl's story. So that's a, that's one option for you. Uh, we got to go, friends. We can't just talk the whole time. We have to do our hamstring stretches, okay. which is what we encourage you to do during yeah. the break. When we return, it'll be time for if you see something, say something. Uh, we have an update about, is it time for you to get rid of those masks? What are airplanes deciding to do? Kelly's got the latest on that. And wait until you hear what a New York woman is charging couples $10,000 for. Ew. It'll make you want to bang your head on something hard. We'll tell you about it when we come back on Don and Steve. Oh, every Welcome back. It is the Don and Steve Show. My talk 1071. 
Streaming live worldwide at mytalk1071.com. You can always download our app. It's a slick app. You can get registered for listen rewards there as well. All sorts of goodies that we have. Kelly Hansen is in for Donna Valentine. Hi there. Uh, hi, Kelly. Hi. We have Donna Valentine not on the show today. She is spending some time with family back in America's dumpster. She's in New Jersey. <laughs> no, we love New Jersey. We kid. Uh, Donna, and Donna's probably, I'm probably at 10 minutes from where Donna is right now. Um, what I was out last night and asked somebody where she, how far we were from where she was in Jersey. And they said, oh, you're like 10 or 15 minutes really close. I'm in New York at the uh, Live with Kelly and Ryan studios. Going to do some more shooting with them this afternoon. For those of you who have asked, I will be on Kelly and Ryan tomorrow, which uh, locally airs at 11 o'clock on CARE. So if you want to tune in, you can set your DVR for that. Uh, we have a whole lot of fun going out and about. But now, uh, Don, let's push the button. Let's see something. Let's say something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Kelly Hanson, why don't we start with you? Um, for those who have some spring break travel, stuff like that, I'll be on a plane today. I turn to you as my authority. Oh, you do. On whether or not I need to be wearing a mask still, oh, and if so, you where. should be doing that. But thank okay. you for trusting You're me welcome. with all your health uh, questions <laughs> yeah. and concerns. Uh, Weren't yeah, you a former health reporter? I was a health reporter for six years. So oh, I have done, a, I've been in a lot of surgeries right up there. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of surgeons out there that want to show you how it all works and they will invite you right up to the table. And it's very exhilarating. Oh, wow. I know. Oh my. My first health story was a brain surgery. Oh. I know. And the patient Yikes. was awake. It was a, a tremor. They were working on and so they had to have him awake uh clearly numb but he was awake and he had to write his name it was the coolest story of my entire life oh my word the first one the very first did you see his brain oh yeah i got right up in there you could see his brain well they took his skull off and then they (gasps) told me Mm. to i was advised to chew gum under my mask Mm -hmm. because you know what they're doing they're essentially like um What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, cauterizing? Is that the right word? I yeah. should know that. Yeah, there's a burning scent. And so there's like a smell. Yikes. And so if you're yep. chewing gum under your, your mask, you can't smell it. Speaking of masks, shall we move on? <laughs> yes, please. Wow. What a segue. <laughs> um, so if you were thinking maybe the uh, federal transportation mask mandate was going away because it was supposed to end next week, the 18th. They have now moved it, extended it another 15 days. So now it'll uh, expire on May 3rd. My guess is we'll be wearing masks for quite some time on public transportation, which, you know, I flew in February and I didn't mind wearing my mask on an airplane. I it, it didn't bother me as much as I thought it might. And my flight was three hours. Now, if you're on a a flight across the pond, it might be a little a little more tricky but there was a gal two rows back just hacking along. Mm. And I mm. thought, you know, I don't know. This just makes me feel a little better. I feel like I will yeah. wear a mask on an airplane forever. I always get forever sick now? after well, planes. Yeah. I mean, because there's the common colds. There are other, mm-hmm. you know. I always Stomach feel flus. like I get mm-hmm. sick after I fly. 
like mm. just a cold. I, yes, but it. it I uh, think we're onto something here. Yeah, it's it's like the least. It's the for me, it's the least, maybe the least annoying place to wear one. And because of all those things, we travel when we travel with the kids. We're really trying to get to the destination <laughs> without picking something up, and so often something is picked up along mm, the way. Yeah, and so. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I don't I don't mind it. It's it's not so bad. But that being said, just so in case I'm painting, I don't want to paint a false picture. If they lift it, mm -hmm. I'm sure there will be times when I individually travel where I take it off, leave it off, maybe don't pack it. I could also see like when I go to nap, you know, if I'm trying to fall asleep on right. the plane, then it's like, all right, now I'm just going to mask up, lay back. and. I think you're going to see people wear them for the rest of their eternity on a plane it, it, it becomes a public choice just like it is at the grocery store now and people i was just mm -hmm. at target this weekend and i I'll, i saw quite a few people wearing masks and i thought am i yeah. missing something here however it's their choice and i think it's just going to be the norm from now on if you choose yeah. to wear it yeah. and you want to wear it you can wear it and you know what i think that some people will keep wearing it not just to get away from covid like i think it did it it opened people's eyes to Oh, now I won't look like a total goober if I hear that the flu is running rampant or I have an event next week that I really don't want to get sick. So when I go out, I put a mask on. Two years ago, two and a half years ago, you would have looked like a lunatic. You would have felt like a lunatic. Remember how it felt right? when you, I remember how I felt going into Target and being the only one not wearing it. And then mm. thinking like, I, like I need to follow suit. And it wasn't mandated then. And then when it was mandated, I felt very strange. And it's just like with my kids, they don't have to wear masks in school now or on the bus. And I remember with my mm -hmm. oldest, she's a sixth grader. And this was just a month or so ago. She kept wearing it. And I said, you don't have to now. And she said, well, mom, have you heard of mask fishing? Have you guys heard of this? No. no. So mask fishing, apparently this is what the kids are saying. And I asked, um, we have a, uh, a gal that comes in and shadows every, you know, several times during the week in the Twin Cities Live office. She's a senior. And I asked her about it and she has heard of it. So I thought maybe it's just my, my daughter's friends. It's out there. Mass fishing is like catfishing. So you're portraying to be someone you aren't when you're wearing the mask. So these girls, my, my daughter's group of friends, kept wearing the mask because people finally got to see their face. And they haven't seen their face for two years. Think about oh. how different a person looks with their mask on versus how mm -hmm. when they have it off. And so they yeah. were afraid of being their their true self and i'm like this is a mental health issue oh, guys you mean okay that's weird okay right so they, so they kept it on as sort of a, a comfort a, a physical comfort, appearance security blanket a comfort they because everyone knew them just by the top of their face and they didn't they were afraid to take it off now that has since changed i think it was like okay. probably one person did and the next person you know when you're a sixth grader you don't you don't lead the pack you're typically not the leader of the pack but um it was a real issue where i would see her take it out of the house the mask not put it on and then i'd watch her put it on when she got on the bus even when she didn't have to because she was afraid to show mm. her true self oh. anyway wow. I, it's a real it's a real interesting thing these kids are going through because two full years and they wear them all day long except for at lunch yeah. but i said don't don't you you show your face at lunch she said mom but i'm only with my like eight friends right there right right together i'm not allowed to walk around the lunchroom except for when i get my food so it's just That's been a real learning curve but okay so if you're flying and you thought next week you were off the hook 
you got to wear your mask until May 3rd at least, which who knows if that will get extended. I've got my mask, but I'm pretty sure they'll upgrade me to a first-class mask. It's probably made of silk, <laughs> ultra-breathable, custom-fitted. I get there early, they custom-fit it to my face. Oh, but wow. I don't know what's happening in Coach, it's but tailored. I send my best to everyone in Coach. Um, okay, Don McLean has helped us this hour, as she always does, after doing the morning show. Don, we love you. Thank you so Thank much you. for your help. Bye, DJ Don. Rock Lobster is coming in next. Uh, when we come back, I'll get to a little New York story about this woman who is... Charging couples $10,000. What do you think she's charging them for? Wait until you hear it. We'll get into it when we come back.